Hey, welcome to 21 Days of Prayer and Fasting. I hope that your fasting journey is going well. And as you go deeper into this fasting journey, there's going to be a lot of things that probably come up in your prayer life, in your own introspection as you're taking time to look um, at your own soul health and mental health and emotional health. And part of that is what we're going to be talking about today. And that's why we have Pastor Chad here, because he's going to be bringing a word on a heavy topic that sometimes can be a little sugar-coated because it doesn't make us feel good. Right. That's so true. Yeah. It's good to see you, Jonathan. Good to see you too. Yeah. You know, we're talking about fasting and I was just thinking about uh, my struggles in this fast mm-hmm. and I want to talk about all uh, my sins and go ahead and confess. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but during a fast, you know, our physical bodies, they're cleansing themselves. They're ridding themselves of impurities. Everyone who's fasting right now say amen. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it can reveal sometimes you'll get a headache. That, yep. That dull headache or body Happened. aches. Yep. Um, and it's because our body is revealing that you are dependent on that food or substance. Mm-hmm. And so for me, it's going to be caffeine. Yeah. yeah. I think and, that's a big one for a lot yeah. of people. <laughs> and let's go ahead and just uh, go ahead and confess. It's going to be ice cream. Oh. Yep. That ice cream <laughs> late at night. Wait, wait. What's your flavor? Uh, I go with vanilla. Do you put yeah. anything in it? Or you I just do. Straight, yeah, I do. okay. Well, what do you put in it? I do all kind of toppings. Yeah. <laughs> Heath, Oreo, but we're not talking about food. <laughs> so uh, but my body has been telling me that I've been dependent on that. Yeah. And so I think in a in a fast, it can reveal that our physical body has impurities, but also a biblical fast can reveal that your soul has some impurities. Mm. And so during a fast, it's a great opportunity to cleanse your soul. Yeah. to do some house cleaning. Uh, I've also found, Jonathan, that the Holy Spirit during a fast, I'm more sensitive to my actions and attitudes that are grieving Him. I'm more aware of my sins. And so I think the Holy Spirit does this uh, not to condemn us, but to reveal to us, hey, these are hindering, they're hurting your relationship. It's time to get them out. Yeah. And so I just wanted to share, you know, how do we how do we cleanse our soul during a fast? Yeah. It, well, and I think it brings up a good point because, you know, sometimes a lot of the time when we're trying to cleanse our soul, it's not a fun process. Confession right. is not a fun process, you know? Yeah, just like a fast. Yeah, <laughs> especially. And, uh, and I found, too, that the word confession, like the word repentance, a lot of times it comes across as being negative or you're judging or condemning. You don't want to go there. Yeah. And even churches don't talk a lot about repentance or confession. Our church certainly does because confession is a good thing. It, yeah. It's a gift from the Lord because you're getting out those things that are harming you that are inside of you. And so is I looked at the um the verse in uh Nehemiah chapter nine. Okay. We see that the Israelites were fasting mm-hmm. and uh, they were humbling themselves with fasting. And it says in verse three of Nehemiah chapter nine, it says, They remained standing in place for three hours while the book of the law of the Lord, their God, was read aloud to them. And then for three more hours, they confess their sins and worship the Lord. Get that six yeah. hour church service. Yes. <laughs> yes. Feeding on the word yeah. and then confessing and worshiping the Lord. And so I'm not saying we need to spend uh, three hours confessing our sins yeah. and worshiping. <laughs> I would probably need a lot longer than yeah. that. <laughs> um, but I do think it's important to spend some time confessing mm-hmm. uh, during our fast. Yeah. And so um, that word confession actually simply means to fess up. Yeah. It just means to declare the truth about what God is saying. 
Yeah. And so also in Psalm 32, David did this. And in Psalm 32, when David is confessing his sins, um, he says confession is a key to a blessed life, to living a life of confidence, a life of joy. Mm -hmm. And so confession is a key to really being blessed. Yeah. And so I'd love to go through Psalm 32 uh, awesome. with us. Yeah. Okay. And well, and I, I think you bring up a good point about confession being a good thing because mm -hmm. I think it we can be so I'll say allergic yeah. Yeah. to that guilty feeling. Right. Well, right. that can't be the Lord because I'm feeling bad about certain things or, yeah. or or he's condemning me because I'm doing these certain things. Right. But I think his condemnation is different than if you feel guilty about something, yeah. that's actually his loving kindness saying, Hey, hey, I don't want you to do this. Right. Do this. Right. His condemnation is something different. If yeah. he's condemning you, that's a totally different thing. But if you're right. if you're feeling guilt, it's like a hey, it's like an alarm yeah. going off like, hey, you shouldn't be doing this. Yeah. Let's redirect. You know? Well, the Holy Spirit's a revealer of the yeah. future uh, to help you, but also of things that are going in, on inside of you that he wants to get out of you. Mm -hmm. And whenever the Holy Spirit convicts, he always also points to Jesus, yeah. the one who can forgive. And con confession precedes forgiveness. Yeah. And we're going to see that in Psalm 32, but it says in verse 1, Oh, what joy for those whose disobedience is forgiven, whose sin is put out of sight. And verse 2 goes on to say, Yes, what joy for those whose record the Lord has cleared of guilt, whose lives are lived in complete honesty. In one translation, it simply says, Blessed is the one whose trans transgression is forgiven, whose sin is covered. Mm -hmm. And so that's the person that's blessed who God has forgiven of their sins, but your your sins aren't forgiven until you're willing to confess them. Mm, yeah. And it goes on to say uh, in the next verses, David talked about how when our soul is sick, that our body can be sick. Yeah. And how many times are we physically sick simply because there's something in our soul? And uh, he said it this way in verse three, he said, when I refused to confess my sin, my body wasted away. Mm. And I groaned all day long. He said, day and night, your hand of discipline was heavy on me. My strength evaporated like water in the summer heat. And then verse five, he said, finally, I confessed my sins. And he said, I confess my sins to you and stop trying to hide my guilt. Mm. And then he said, I said to myself, I will confess my rebellion to the Lord and you forgave me of all my sins. All my guilt is gone. Yeah. And so you can just see David confessing to the Lord in confession. It really unclogs what is hindering our relationship with God and yeah. others. Yeah. And, you know, I think that's a great point. As we go through this fast, we see things in ourselves, or it's revealing certain things in ourselves. Mm -hmm. Don't freak out. Yeah. Go to the Lord. Right. If you feel guilty about certain things, confess that to yeah. the Lord. And we also know that in the New Testament, it says, hey, if you sin, if you mess up, he's faithful and just to forgive you mm -hmm. and to purify you from all unrighteousness. And he's there to help you. He's not there to, if you're in the body of Christ, he's not there to condemn yeah. you. He's there to help you. And right. the confession and confessing our sins to him is just our way of saying, I trust you, Lord, yeah. that you're for me, not against me, because right. I'm for you and I, I love you and I'm humbled yeah. and, and surrender before you. And as we kind of wrap up, any final thoughts, Pastor Ted, before we well, end? Well, I would just say, too, that confession has two components to it. Okay. You're confessing your sins and it's cleansing the soul, but you're also confessing because, once again, confession is simply declaring the truth. Mm. And that means you're when you confess, you're also worshiping. 
meaning you're declaring who God is. Mm. You're declaring not just your sins, but declaring that Jesus is the one who forgives you of your sins. Yeah. And First uh, John 1, 9 says, but he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So the focus really isn't on your sins, yeah. but it's on the one who forgives your sins. Yeah. And that turns into worship. Mm. And so I would just encourage everyone to spend some time, yes, confessing your sins, but remembering and worshiping the one who is actually forgiving you of your sins. And that's the key to a blessed life. I think that's about it. Yeah. That's a great way to end. Yeah. That's yeah. the key to a blessed life. We hope you have a blessed day and a blessed life as we continue on this fasting journey together. Yeah.